0: Coming back to work isn't always easy Please don't make me go to work today Work means stress Can't make it in today I can't come to work today I can't come to work today I am so hungover
1: Today is National Football Hangover Day Oh God, I'm so hungover The most popular day to call out is Monday Ooh, that's today
0: I'm calling it sick You sure must go on? Showtime
1: From the After 9 Podcast Studios This this is the award-winning After 9 With Scott and Kat
0: The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history.
1: Well, happy day after the Super Bowl to you.
0: And to you as well. It's National Football Hangover Day today, and if you're feeling a little bit hungover, you probably had yourself a good time. Although I will say that if you're hungover today, you probably needed the alcohol to get through that experience yesterday, because the game itself was not great, and Sorry to say, but the halftime show wasn't that good.
1: Interesting. Okay, so what about the game did you not like? Was it just that the team that you thought would win didn't win?
0: No, I mean, it was totally the opposite of what we expected. I think that most people expected a close game. And if it wasn't a close game, then it would be a Kansas City blowout. It was the exact opposite. It was just sort of slow, uh, a lot of flags, a lot of penalties. I mean, you know, you could see... Kansas City getting more and more frustrated as that game went on, and I would have thought at the pro level they were smart enough to realize, okay, we're losing our cool here. Let's calm down, regroup, and just play our game. But they never really did it. It was like they got distracted and just kept on going down that road. All in all, probably the worst game that Kansas City has played all year. But good on Tom Brady. He got another fucking Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he's, he's got seven of
1: them now. He is unbelievable. And that's the thing is you can go ahead and hate. Like, what does it even matter now? It's kind of just comical to me if I see someone hating on, on Tom Brady because it's the, you just have to throw the facts out there. Like, he did it again and he's not done yet. I mean, he announced last night. No, I'm not retiring. Why would you, by the way? Why would he? Why would he? He's a fucking MVP. Why would he?
0: You know, he could basically go out on a high note, having won his seventh Super Bowl. If he walked away and just came out today and said, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm not coming back next year. I've done all that I wanted to do. I've proved everybody wrong time and time again. I'm done. He would go out as the greatest of all time. I think the risk that Tom Brady runs coming back is Mm. if they can't live up to it or they do happen to have a shitty season next year, which a lot of teams do after they win the Super Bowl. He kind of goes out on a a whimper instead of going out like a lion. I totally
1: disagree with you. There's been a lot of great athletes that are still great when you look back that maybe had a little dwindling toward the end of their career that didn't necessarily win championship after championship. Maybe Wayne Gretzky could be one of those examples, but there's lots that are still known as fucking amazing athletes. So I disagree.
0: So if he comes back next year and, I don't know, maybe Tampa doesn't make the playoffs, maybe Tampa kind of shits the bed a little bit. That's not a knock on his legacy? No. People no, will look at it fucking, as an overall no, career. We're
1: never going to be, you, you, in your lifetime, you won't see this again. You won't see this someone having this many rings. There's no fucking way. Like, this guy, this is a one-of-a-kind situation in history. A lot of people argue he's the best athlete of all time, no matter what the sport is. That's fine. That's an argument for another day because you could go ahead and compare that. All day long to, you know, your Wayne Gretzky's or your Michael Jordan's or your Tiger Woods. Fine. Whatever. But he will always be the fucking goat. Always. I think.
0: It's funny because there's so many people that built this up as Tom Brady versus the next Tom Brady. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback, but he didn't look anything like Tom Brady yesterday. I mean, Tom, 40, what is he? 47? 43? 43, I think 43, I I
1: believe. Yeah, he's the old. And by the way, he's the oldest quarterback to win an MVP at 43. Yeah,
0: yeah. He won his fifth MVP yesterday and his seventh Super Bowl ring. That guy went out and threw 201 passing yards yesterday, completely dominated the defending champs 31 to nine. What did the next Tom Brady do? Two interceptions. And listen, I don't want to shit on Kansas City. They're still an incredible football team. I was way off. I said that it was going to be a win by at least two touchdowns, but I got the wrong team. I said it was going to be Kansas City winning it by at least two touchdowns. Tampa did. And you know what? I guess in hindsight, they deserve it. I forgot about some of the pieces that they put together in the offseason, but it just goes to show you why a good general manager is essential to winning. He gave Brady everything he wanted and needed, and Brady went out and won them a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how sports are supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And if you're Tom Brady, basically just shopping around in the NFL, ah, time to renew my contract. Who wants a ring? You want a ring? You call this guy right here because nobody's got more of them than me. Give me a call. Tampa Bay made the call, paid him what he wanted. They said, Tom, what do you need? Well, I need Gronkowski. Fine, we'll bring him out of retirement. Gronkowski's going to be your guy. He said, I need Moss. No problem, we'll get Moss for you. And, and he just went out and assembled every piece that he needed. <laughs> I have to think that Tom Brady thinks about the analytics of the game differently than most people do, because he seemed to have Kansas City figured out dude, I, dude, I'd love to know how many hours of game film he watched before he went into that yesterday uh,
1: he's he comes prepared and but don't forget it's not just preparedness it is all it is also something that only comes from experience and from watching the game last night I could see that. I've I, the only team that I really watched all season were the Bucks because my husband's a Bucks fan. We talked about it on the podcast. Uh, by the way, who would have thought I was the only one out of two football fans, being you and Dave, to actually guess this one right? Ish. I said it would be close, but it wasn't close. But anyway, I was watching it, and I was like in like almost the like disbelief that this guy was so good, like Tom Brady. Because I I never really watched New England. I didn't really care about the Super Bowl previous to this. It was there and in the background, but I was actually watching him. And this guy knows what's going to happen before it happens. And he has the ability to communicate that with his team in the moment of play. Like in the moment you could hear him and see him making signals like this is what's going to fucking happen right now. Get on it. And he's just got it because it also matters what's happening within the team. Because people joke it's just Tom Brady by himself. But it's not. And those people have to pick up on his signals. And I think it comes with, yes, talent. Yes, um, research. All of those things, but also experience that nobody can match that. This guy, put it this way. The guy woke up yesterday morning, and it was like another day. He'd already lived this 10 times. For some of those people, that's their biggest dream in life. They were probably nervous. They probably lost some sleep. This guy woke up like ain't no fucking thing. Kissed his wife, said goodbye to his kids, see you later. Probably very chill. Probably not even nervous at all because he's been here and done that. I'm thinking a lot of players, I didn't check it out, a lot of players, probably even on his own team, have barely even played in the NFL for ten years, aside from Gronk and a couple others. Where he's been to ten fucking Super Bowls. Like, think mm-hmm. about that. It comes with experience, and you could see it play out when you watch it and when you focus on it. Like, I was amazed, and I'm not even a ma- like I'm not even like a massive football fan. I'm excited to watch him play. Hopefully, I think still in Tampa Bay uh, next season. I am because he he amazes
0: me. Let me just say, the football game itself. I didn't find all that exciting, but it also wasn't bad. I mean, it was neat to see Brady win another one and to see how methodical he was about playing the position of quarterback yesterday, and then to see how well his team executed in front and behind him. But let's talk about the weekend for a second. Oh, wow. You ever wanted that badly on a Sunday night for the weekend to be over? Because about halfway, (laughs) (laughs) about halfway through that, I was thinking to myself, "This isn't good." And and uh, let me say first, Mm -hmm. it is not. I repeat, it is not unpatriotic to take a star on a global scale like the weekend and give him a fair critique. Just because he's Canadian. You are not unpatriotic if you watched that performance yesterday and thought, eh, it's okay. But that's what I took from it. It was just okay. I mean, yeah, it checked all the boxes. He had the big field performance and people were in unison and uh, lots of pyro and a couple of different uh, set changes and stuff like that. Like he did all the things that all the other performers have done. In fact, I think he did some of the same things many performers have done in the past. But it just didn't all come together as some epic like sight, sound, feeling type thing. When you think about some of the good ones in recent years – Bruno Mars, J-Lo. The performance yesterday is not going to be remembered like J-Lo or Beyonce. Bruno Mars. Don't forget Beyonce's Beyonce. is another one. That's going to be remembered more like Maroon 5, where the next day people are kind of like, uh, it was okay. Yeah, a couple of good songs. I liked a couple of the songs. But I think that goes to the energy of his music, right? I mean, most of this guy's songs are down-tempo records. <sighs> Yeah. Is that a fair way to look at it? It was just the music, really, that was missing because the performance visually was good.
1: Yeah, I think fans of The weekend would have liked it, but I feel like fans of The weekend have probably seen that before. He didn't really bring much different, and he is one of those performers where it is just him, and that's not necessarily a bad thing if you like The weekend's songs. He doesn't really go the extra mile, whereas some performers would have gone out of their way to make it bigger and different. Um, and I I, I don't want to knock on The weekend. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm like to begin with, I'm not a massive fan of the weekend. like I, I just don't get it. A lot of his songs seem like he's very sad, sobby, look at me wah-wah kind of a guy, and I, I it, whatever, it's not what I choose to listen to when I want to ha- listen to my own music. Like, just the weekend's barely in my rotation. Blinding Lights, I actually like. That's one song he's done recently that I like. There's a couple of okay songs. So, that said, going into watching it, I feel like the, week, the fans of The Weekend already probably knew what it would look like, because that's what he does at his concerts. But I agree with your point, where it's like, we're talking about the Super Bowl, right? So, maybe you should step it up. And he also talked a big game at the... At the pre-show conference on, what was it, Wednesday or Thursday of last week, mm-hmm. he really kind of talked it up. And so I was expecting this cinematic cinematic movie experience, and I didn't get that. I didn't no. really get it. And I also agree with you. I know you kind of hinted at it, but just because he's Canadian doesn't mean we all have to fucking fall over backwards and get so pumped up about it. Yeah, sure, it's a proud moment, I suppose, for for Canadians, and, and that's awesome. But I don't I don't think it was really something that I will remember forever. Yeah,
0: no, it's not going to be one of the top 10 performances of all time. And, you know, we 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 live here in a, a southern Ontario bubble here there's people out there who will say you know what doesn't matter that it wasn't that great he's from scarborough and we're going to support our own and that's fine you can totally do that if you want to support him download some of his songs today that's how you support him that's how he makes money off of this or buy tickets to his concert that's coming up next year but as far as actual honest objective reviews of the performance is concerned in the u.s they're panning it The lot of the media down in the States is saying that was one of the least exciting Super Bowl performances in recent memory. And again, there was nothing wrong with it. Like if you ask me, well, why didn't you like it? I don't know. I mean, it wasn't some big epic thing. It wasn't a cinematic experience. The music was all fairly down tempo. It was it was fine. I mean, it checked all the boxes, but it just wasn't epic. And I think that's where you have to go when you're going to do that Super Bowl halftime show is epic. So, I mean, go ahead. Surround yourself with the local media that's all going to say, oh, it was great because he's from Scarborough. But at the end of the day, it wasn't that great. It was just okay. And that's fine. That's fine. That's him. That's his thing. He got the publicity. There's nobody now that doesn't know The Weeknd without an E. Everybody knows who The Weeknd is. Right. It was funny, actually. The best line Out of all of them. I saw it yesterday on Twitter. I wish I would have shared it or I could find it again. So great. I wonder how Pepsi feels that the entire Pepsi halftime show was songs about Coke. (laughs) And it's true. Hang on. Let's do a line and fuck. I mean, (laughs) that's the weekend. That's just the way it is. You're right. No other performances. We were told that there might be some. And then there was that last minute rumor that got a lot of steam that Ariana Grande is in Tampa. She'll be out there singing with them. She didn't come out. She didn't do it. And that's fine. She doesn't need to. Ariana Grande is another one who might be holding out for her own. Halftime show. So
1: she should. I think she'd do a great job. She can do it by herself. Another name that was tossed around. This is this is the best. Another name that was tossed around as being a possible hop on the stage surprise people guy. And I knew it would not be the case at all. Did end up trending. In fact, trended just as high as the weekend did last night was Drake, and Drake was trending for a couple of reasons. One, because people were trying to compare, it seemed, or, or much like you, they had the opinion of meh, but Drake would have done a better job if you had to pick one Canadian, which isn't even a thing, by the way. It's not like they were like, only pick one Canadian, guys. So which one are we going to pick? Not it at all. He might have even got offered and turned it down because he's not ready yet. He has an album coming out. He's not quite there. But Drake was also trending because he was, <laughs> he was uh, in a state farm commercial. And in case you guys missed it, and in Canada, we kind of get the shaft with the commercials. Uh, you Whatever, they're available anywhere. In case you missed it, this is what it sounded like with Drake as the State Farm guy.
0: Look, guys, I don't even have a stand-in. Of course you do. Hold on. Is that Drake? That's right. Drake from State Farm. Like, like a, a, good a good neighbor. neighbor. Like, like a, a good, good neighbor. neighbor. Hey, stand-ins don't have lines. Oh, okay. Ha!
1: That's great. <laughs> I think it's good, right? He's, sure. You know what? He's a good actor. Like, you can, people can shit on him all they want, but he is actually a pretty good actor. And there was that commercial, and there were commercials with Matthew McConaughey and Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. And, um, oh, God, the list goes on and on. So if you want to see them, I put them all up on our website if you want to check it out, scottandcat.ca, so you can uh, see it. But it's amazing how many people were tweeting those exact sentiments and The weekend and Drake and Ghouli Bring It, Ariana Grande and all those things. And, no, it was just him. He just wanted the stage to himself.
0: Okay, but let's talk about who actually won because The Weeknd spent $7 million of his own money. If that's true, Drake made millions for doing that commercial. And Drake's getting more love than The Weeknd is. It's funny, isn't it?
1: I, do, I mean, that said, I'm sure that it helped The Weeknd's ticket sales. Uh, sure. But it doesn't. never hurts. It never no. hurts. So there's probably people who jumped on that, got excited about watching The Weeknd perform something like this live for a year from now. A lot will change, by the way, a year from now. It won't be that kind of show. But, uh, yeah, so I think that he didn't necessarily lose. But it is amazing that Drake didn't really have to lift a finger. And he did. He is top trending. It's crazy.
0: Okay, before we move on to the COVID restrictions, let's play a little bit of audio for you. Tom Brady, the MVP. It's been an amazing year. Just really proud of all the guys, proud of all the coaches, the effort we put in. We knew we were playing a great football team tonight, and we got the job done. You want to get this far, you got to get the job done, and we did it. Wow, it's incredible. He's got seven fucking rings. Uh, And the guy who still only has one, although many predict he will have many more in the future, the losing quarterback, Patrick Mahomes.
1: I didn't play the way I wanted to play. All you can do is leave everything you have on the field, and I feel like the guys did that. Oh, they were the better team today. They beat us pretty, pretty good. Worst I think I've been beaten in a long time. But I'm proud of the guys. Now
0: they fought till the very end of the game.
1: Well, he's young, by the way. Mahomes is young. Like people are acting as though that was the end, and that is that's the last time we'll see him. He's young, and he already won one, and he'll come back. I'm sure.
0: Brady lost some Super Bowls too. He didn't win every time he went to the game, so this could just be a bump in the road for Mahomes and the Chiefs, but I think most people agree they'll be a good football team for a long time. Um, today in Ontario, Doug Ford is going to come out and announce that we are loosening some restrictions and it's amazing. Oh my God, I hate the internet. So people have been complaining for a while now. Okay, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's get things open again. Okay, great. So they're about to do it because our hospital capacity, we have a ton of it. In fact, this weekend alone, uh, 117 less people in hospital than there were on Friday, There's really not that many people hospitalized at the moment. Our ICU capacity, our ventilator capacity, we have lots of it. Plus, we now have the first newly built hospital in Ontario in 30 years now open only for COVID patients until the pandemic has subsided. The Coralucci Vaughan Hospital, I believe it's called. Great. So let's reopen. So what Doug is going to announce today, and they strategically leak it on the weekend in advance of a big announcement because it gives people a chance to absorb it. For whatever reason, people can't process having things sprung on them here in Ontario. We're a fairly progressive province, but it's amazing how resistant we are to change. So they leak it on the weekend, let it sort of sink in a little bit. I'm sure people discussed it during their Super Bowl gatherings yesterday. Great starting Wednesday, northern Ontario, where they don't have any problems, is going to go from the gray lockdown zone down to the green. Green means there's almost no community spread. It's pretty remarkable that they've been in lockdown so long that they can go from gray to green in two days. Yeah, amazing.
1: Yeah, that's pretty incredible.
0: But the rest of the province, uh, a couple different things here. This is just based on the leak, but it looks like next Monday, February 15th, each part of the province, each region is going to be able to go out of lockdown into their appropriate color with the exception of Toronto, Peel, and York. They will likely be in the gray under a stay-at-home order until about February 22nd. But for the rest of the province uh halton for example uh let's see here waterloo region london ottawa depending on how their case numbers are they'll be able to go to the right color and basically anything below lockdown means that most things can be open so for example i'll use waterloo waterloo region is probably going to go to the orange level that means that restaurants can reopen next monday hair salons nail salons they can reopen next monday or you'll be able
1: it'll be tuesday
0: Family oh, day. if they're closed, if they're closed Monday, right? If
1: they're clo- well, Family Day, so a lot of those things will probably have to reopen on the on the sixteenth, I'd imagine, if that's true.
0: And then you look at things like, uh, ooh, Canadian Tire, Home Depot, you'll be able to actually go into those stores oh, again, as that. opposed to, as opposed to just doing the the curbside pickup and drop off. It's time, though, right? Like this has gone on since before Christmas. We've been six, uh, seven weeks now of basically lockdown. Mm -hmm. Let's get on with it. Yeah, sure. There's some people who are worried about this, though. They're worried because now it's the variants that are spreading. And that Brazil variant is now confirmed in Ontario. I have to say that this is kind of a calculated risk. I think Ford is probably nervous as shit because nobody wants to be the premier who reopened too soon and then a whole bunch of people Mm die. Nobody wants to do that. But if schools are reopening now in most places, doesn't it make sense that we would send their parents back to work?
1: I mean I, th- I mean, I think so, and I'm all for it, uh, as long as people aren't getting loose on all of the things that we're supposed to be doing, and, and then we should be good, I would think.
0: From what I understand, they're going to say that the stay-at-home order is still in effect, but businesses will be allowed to reopen, and some people will find that to be a contradiction. What? How the fuck can we stay home if the businesses are open? Okay, well, fine. The reason that works is because you can go to work, but then you go home. If you have to go somewhere, fine, but then go home. It's not a time to go out and the the stay-at-home order is there still to prevent gatherings. They don't want you saying, oh, fuck, the businesses are open again. Now I can go over and see my buddy or go out and hang out with my my friend's parents or whatever it is you do for fun. The stay-at-home order will still be there, but the state of emergency will be off and businesses will be allowed to reopen. I'm happy for the business owners. I really am. Because this has been a shitty lockdown. The first one in the spring, it was kind of unprecedented. We all didn't really know what to expect because we'd never lived through that. Now we have, just 10 months ago. And people are sick of this one. So I, me personally, I'll wait and hear what the premier has to say. But I'm totally in favor of responsibly opening things up again. I mean, it's just been too long. And there's way too many people suffering do you think this is going to impact the real estate market? Because I predicted a year ago that it would, and we haven't seen it. If anything, the real estate market has improved.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see it be negatively uh, impacting. I think renters, I'm trying to figure out who has it worse right now, <laughs> actually. Um, I feel bad for those who are renting because I think that they're going to take a hit on the on the rental prices maybe going up. I'm not sure. Um, but I yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that anyone could really actually predict that.
0: You have a little bit of spoiler-type information on The Bachelor?
1: Uh, sure. I mean, if you if you want to believe it, um, I will just say it is a rumor, but a lot of great reality TV sources behind it. So I would guess this is true. So tonight, apparently, on The Bachelor, if you guys are still watching and can still handle it. Um, Katie, I'm still there. Ka- good for you. Katie goes on a date. So if this is the case that Katie goes on a, I think it's a one-on-one with Matt, Matt dumps her, and Katie was apparently announced at the Women Tell All episode, which was pre-taped on Thursday as the next Bachelorette.
0: Wow. Yeah. Katie, eh? Yeah, she's in. Uh, that's an interesting choice for Bachelorette, if it's true, because like you said, it's just a, a a spoiler alert for now, not confirmed by the show, obviously. But if she's the next Bachelorette, I think that's interesting. Um, hmm, I don't know how that's going to work out. Do you like her? Do you remember
1: her? Uh, no, I don't remember her. I, honestly, it's a very blah season to me. I don't, like, as soon as, and Victoria's gone now, so we'll see how much more boring it gets, uh, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it's very exciting or thrilling at all this season. I really don't. The fact that they had to hone in so much on a, on a villain, villain type tells you everything you need to know about the season. It's kind of dry.
0: Totally. Uh, a couple other quick things here before we wrap things up today. A man is now going to embark on a public awareness campaign to promote the dangers of AirPods after he fell asleep with them in and ended up swallowing one of them.
1: Yeah, like, how does this happen, though? Like, let's be honest here. I know AirPods are small, but are they small enough to not even notice when you swallow them in your sleep?
0: This is a strange one, though. So the guy lives in Worcester, Massachusetts. He was out last week shoveling snow He came in the house and wanted to take a drink. So he took a drink and the water didn't go down. He had to lean his head forward to get the water back out. He's like, what the fuck? Did I forget how to swallow? So his son then said to him, you said this morning that you couldn't find your extra iPod or AirPod. Could that be it? So the guy went to the hospital and sure enough, he likes to put his AirPods in when he's watching TV. He fell asleep watching TV. One of them fell out of his ear and maybe it was on the pillow. Maybe it rolled right into his mouth. I don't know. But he ingested it. The doctors had to remove it. Now, they didn't put him under. They didn't have to do surgery or anything, but I'm sure it was pretty fucking uncomfortable sticking whatever down his throat to fish an air pot.
1: Oh, I don't want to think about it. Yes.
0: AirPods are great, and I feel like an asshole every time I'm on a Zoom or a Teams meeting because it seems like I'm the only one in the world that's actually got a cord on their headphones. Everybody else is just freewheeling with their AirPods. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I'm there with the cord, and it's still got like the fucking microphone volume on the side of it, like the old school Apple headphones. I
1: can relate. I'm too cheap to buy them. Like, why? These are perfectly good working headphones. I'm not going to buy them.
0: Exactly. I have really good, I have like a $300 pair of headphones that I use every morning when I'm on the radio and doing the podcast why would i invest money into these airpod things no way well that's how i justify it but there is a little fomo going on there sure in any case (laughs) he uh he did ingest it and he is reminding people as a public service you got to be careful with those things because they're easily swallowed wow if airpods were marketed to kids and they kind of are This would make the most dangerous toys list that comes out every year right around Christmas because they are small and there is a risk of ingesting them.
1: I didn't think about that, but I'm sure this will be a wake up call when people see this headline they're going to maybe take a pause and realize how or try to be careful how they're using it. There are a lot of people that will fall asleep that way, right who, who will have their airpods in listening to I don't know podcasts maybe or listening to TV listening to music, however they do it and that way they don't disrupt their partner or their, their household they can do it in their own. So, yeah, that might make you stop and think. I think even if I didn't believe that that could be possible for me to do, if I did have AirPods and I did fall asleep with them from time to time, this would probably scare the shit out of me a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll right? Be honest.
1: I'll be honest. Nobody wants to poop out an AirPod or, or, or have it sh- in their lungs or whatever.
0: Can you imagine that? You just, you, you sit down, ready to take a shit. You got your pants around your ankles. And then in the toilet, you just hear like a little ping. <laughs>
1: Do you scoop it out? I
0: mean, he says, by the way, the AirPods still work, but the microphone's a little glitchy. Right. So at least he can still listen to shit. Uh, There is the Flaming Crap Corporation over in the UK. They're nice people. I don't know if they listen to us or if they just follow us on social, but they've put out a new candle and we mentioned it this morning. So they tweeted us to thank us. It's called the One Night Stand Candle. The One Night Mm Standle, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. They uh, have created four different layers to this candle, and they say it'll take you on a trip through a one-night stand. It starts off, the first layer, pizza. Then it gets into more like passion fruit and martinis. Then you get a distinct latexy kind of smell, like condoms, <laughs> followed by the smell of a taxi or an Uber at the end of the oh,
1: night. Oh, delicious way to wrap it up. <laughs> okay, okay, but can I just well, I feel like we would each have our own experience of what it should smell like. A pizza would not be in there.
0: Right. Pizza is probably not on mine either. A lot of people don't want to eat pizza before they have sex. No. Just because it's a lot in your belly.
1: No. And I mean, sure, there could be a, oh, surprise, you, you, you fuck someone. You didn't know you were going to do it. Yeah, I already had the
0: pizza. <laughs> Too late. I don't know what happened. I just, I was fucking them and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> like,
1: like the alcohol I get, like smell like martini or, or like a nice, I don't know, gin cocktail or something. But like, how about like the very end of the camp? The, let's be honest. It wouldn't go in that order either. It would be the drinks the shitty fucking cab to get to whoever's place you're fucking at. And then it's going to be the food because you're going to pick street meat or whatever's closest to that person, a pizza, pizza. Sure. At that point in the night, it's going to be the very last thing you do is shove your face full of carbs after you've done it.
0: Yeah. At the end of a one night stand, especially if you have to Uber or take a cab home, that's the time when you're begging the fucking driver to go through the Don's drive through. Yeah. Give me a Big Mac.
1: Please give me a Big Mac. I'm so hungry. I only ate my marti- martinis tonight. i like some food.
0: <laughs> it's true. For a for like an entire summer, my entire food diet was the olives that came out of my martinis. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I ate for two months.
1: And that's why we're friends. <laughs>
0: That's going to do it for today, guys. Thank you for listening to After 9. We'll have lots more editions coming out this week as we count down to not only Valentine's Day, but to the long weekend.